0: Hey guys, thanks for listening in today. Wait, wait, wait. I'm sorry. I think you mean everyone. Oh, so sorry. I need to be more inclusive. Thank you. Hello everyone, and thanks for listening to the podcast today. I'm Kevin. And I'm Brian. And we hope you enjoy. All right, Brian, we're live. Oh. And for a very important reason. Yeah. Brian and I are sitting here, and we are um, not necessarily at a loss for material. There's plenty going on in the world today. Our issue is this. And this is where we need your help, the listener, Mm -hmm. because we appreciate you guys in so many ways by, you know, liking our our posts on Facebook and by listening to the podcast uh, and for sharing uh, the link. Yeah. uh, And to those of you who have bought T-shirts and subscribed on Patreon, you know what I mean? We're so thankful. We're super, super thankful. Here's where we need your help even more. So Brian and I, we have been sitting in our chairs in the garage for about an hour now um thank you again for dinner brian brian made me a brian cheesesteak which is <laughs> an italian beef with macaroni and cheese and jardinier it was delicious it was a great little uh, treat for me especially after a long uh week slash weekend of work right um so thank you for that i want to take a moment to you know Shout you out on your own podcast. <laughs> well, it was but my wife's
1: real cooking. I just told you. Oh, it was outstanding. I, I, it was so I good opened idea. up the bread and told you what to put in it.
0: <laughs> <laughs> uh, so many places we can go with that. Yeah. <laughs>
1: I'm just excited where we're going with this
0: podcast. Yeah, <laughs> So here's where we run into the problem. And again, sorry, um, I'm repeating myself here, but and here's where we need your, your assistance. So Brian and I were planning on talking about a couple of different things tonight, and we ran into a little bit of an issue. So the first thing that we want to talk about and that we will talk about this evening is going to be the Atlantic article yeah. um, about Donald Trump and what he had to say about right. veterans. right? Um, mostly those, unfortunately, who lost their lives. Um, so we wanted to talk about that. And then we sat down and we're continuing to talk, trying to go over you know, what we're going to discuss. Uh, we're arguing about how uh, I'm not doing my job of turning Brian into a libertarian.
1: <laughs> I'm and, not doing my job turning into a liberal.
0: Yeah, <laughs> it's never going to change. Um, <laughs> but we ran into an issue because we were going to talk about uh, Project 1619. Mm-hmm. And the biggest thing for me and Brian is that we always want to be as informed as we can be on a subject before mm-hmm. we start talking about it. Because, one, we don't want to sound stupid because um, you guys are um, awesome enough to take the time to listen to us. Um, and, and the other thing is we don't want to say anything that's untrue right. um, or overly biased. Uh, so we were discussing whether if we were going to talk about that, and then we kind of got to talking about maybe we should talk about the Hatch Act because um, now the Democrats have actually, um, they're going after Trump for it. Um, and I think that that's, that's important. Both of those subjects are very, very important um, and also very neat. Um, Brian, thank you for shutting the door, um, trying to rule out that ambient noise. Um, <laughs> but we ran into an issue because I said to Brian, I feel as though, although that is what's going on in the news cycle, I feel like it just becomes an hour long bash on Donald Trump, which
1: I, I do think some listeners would really like that. I think a lot of our listeners would really like that, that's but not what we're trying that's what that's
0: not what we're trying to do. And so where I'm going with this is kind of twofold. It's first of all, our, our introduction to tonight's episode, which is, uh, since we do it, didn't do it in the beginning, this is going to be episode 12. Yeah. Dozen. We're almost a teenager in episodes. Um, yeah. Uh, <laughs> I just had Brian bad in,
1: flashbacks. You saw it on my face flashing yeah, back to yeah. my transition to teenager. And I, yeah. just, I didn't like, I think I'll like it better when the podcast reaches because that age. I'm an age, yeah. an episode teenager.
0: Yeah, episode sure. teenagers sure. are way better. Um, so where we need your help is with this. Um, and a lot of people have been very helpful with this. Um, Christine, this is your chance for your shout-out in, uh, in episode 12. That makes probably 10, 10 shout-outs in 12 episodes. Not too bad. Um, but we need your guys' help with, with, with subject matter. What do you guys want to hear us talk about? Um, You know... W- whether it's uh, political, whether it's just what's going on in the news today in general, you know, we really would love to hear you guys' feedback. So I just wanted to take this um, probably long-winded uh, explanation uh, of how we need your help and also just a chance to say thank you to everybody, too.
1: Yeah, I love this. This is a great opening. I am not. I didn't know what Kevin... I, I, if I'm being honest with you, I'm not going to look at him when I say this. I had no idea what the hell he was doing. He's like, and we're live. And I threw on my headset and was like, yep. So I didn't, I, but I do like this intro. I think it's very raw. And um, if I can be honest, I, I agree with you that we don't want to just sit here and bash Trump. I don't want to. I like to bash Trump when it's just you and I because I feel a certain way about him. But I don't think that makes. Our podcast what it needs to be and what our podcast needs to be is kind of elevating the conversation and that's right. what we we try and do we disagree on things we agree on things but we're always trying to elevate one another and yeah. elevate our listeners to kind of a- away from the keyboard warrior mentality of like right. i gotta be right and i gotta slam so on and i gotta destroy them in a debate yeah. like let's come to some resolutions here so i like what you're saying i i, I totally agree so we'll definitely talk about the Atlantic article. But also, I think it's important. I, I do want to ask you a question. Yeah, please. And This just, just popped in my head because I'm trying to be better about not being in an echo chamber. And you've had to kind of subscribe to all kinds of different podcasts and you know, newspapers and digital you know, information sources. How do you feel you go about staying out of an echo chamber? Like, what do you do? Like, I know what I do, but I want to know what, what do you do? Because you do a great job of trying to really see both sides.
0: Yeah. um, I feel like you need to, uh, this is going to be kind of like a cheesy quote, but I mean it anyways. And so I'm going to use it, but you need to be the change that you want to see in the world. Yeah. And I feel like the change that I want to see, and Brian and I were kind of touching on this earlier before we started recording. What I want to see in this world is people having the patience to listen to both sides of the story. And yeah. I want to see people who wait for all the facts to come out when stories come out, you know what I mean? Cause I mean, that's, that's, that's the big thing with, with media nowadays. You know what I mean? Everybody's it's the first to break. Yeah. Yeah. And I, and I get that, you know what I mean? That's the name yeah. of the game. Mm-hmm. That's the business. That's cool. It's whatever. Um, but I feel like so often we jump to conclusions and I just feel like that's not a good thing to do in any aspect of your life. Um, I think it's super, super important uh to not only know what's going on but to know the truest of available stories so i think that that's that's part of how i uh try to try to stay level headed because you know what i'm just like everybody else i have my normal biases you know what i mean sure i have this little bit of a luxury of calling myself a centrist or a libertarian um and thinking that well i'm right in the middle so i'm right where everyone should be i'm like uh-huh. the goldilocks <laughs> <laughs> To anybody not knowing where they lean politically, just know what's just right is being a libertarian. <laughs> <laughs> um, also, I I, uh, I divide my time. You know what I mean. Uh,
1: so so where what kind of sources? I think this is a really. I'm glad we we're going down this route. What kind of sources do you look for for the liberal lean, The conservative lean, and then kind of the centrist lean.
0: Yeah. Well, uh, and even though I joked about this earlier, um, I do like The Atlantic. I think that they do a pretty good job. I think it's pretty apparent that they are Mm -hmm. left-leaning. It's not the heaviest of left-leans out there, but you know what I mean? It's not like CNN. Right. Um, Right. But that's not to say that I wouldn't read a CNN article. I've read tons of CNN articles. You know what I mean? I'm almost... I guess maybe I'm not embarrassed to say, it, but I've read articles from Fox. I think that, I think that, that it, you know.
1: Don't be embarrassed. I read it. That's one of the ways yeah. I protect myself from being in an echo chamber.
0: Yeah. Um, and then my, my, my two biggest news sources right now that I, the ones that I truly enjoy, I should say. Yeah. Are PBS. And I think that everyone should take the time. You don't have to do it every day, but go on YouTube and look up PBS news hour. They do it every single great. day, and it's yeah. out there, and it's fantastic. There's no loud personalities. There's no nonsense. It's just people trying to give out a bunch of information and trying to cover what happened that day or the day before or that week. I think that's great. And then I really like um, The Hill.
1: I've grown to like The Hill more yeah. as well. Um, mm-hmm.
0: And I like uh, – it's crystal Ball and um, I think it's Cigar um but those are like the two that I really like they have a show and it's cool because um he is very much a republican mm-hmm. and she is very much a democrat um and I think that they find very good common ground and I think that the way that they respect each other and talk to each other is mm-hmm. very inspiring you know what I mean yeah. it's it's uh you know what I mean not necessarily what I modeled this after because or what we modeled this podcast after because no we
1: modeled this after our first night at, 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 Bar. at, at that's yeah <laughs> <laughs> and what a night it was. Yeah.
0: Um, but I, I found about, I actually found out about them more recently, like within like the mass, last like month or so. Um, and I, re- I, I enjoy them too, and I think that they're very to the point, and I think that it's cool to hear both sides of the story. And they don't necessarily come to a, a consensus, but what you see between the two of them is very factually based here are my beliefs and here's how I kind of take the story versus, you know, you know, one versus the other on that. So that's, that's, those are my biggest sources and that's kind of how I try to stay, uh, level, I guess. Sure. Or centered. Boom. Centered. No, I I think,
1: I think that's great. And and I think it's so important that we communicate that to our audiences. We're not trying to necessarily sway you one way or another. We're definitely trying, I guess, teach you like what we've learned about certain things. Uh, but more than anything, just have discussion about things yeah. and, and yes, you've heard us disagree. I mean, go back to the, the China trade war episode mm-hmm. and Kevin got me going. Like <laughs> that's that's what we do. And I know in certain instances we've been more agreeable in the it's past, hard. but that's also good too. Like it's it's not
0: we're think, not here think, to argue. And I think where that we agree where we agree the most on everything is the well being of people. Yeah. Um, And something, too, that I think should be taken away from this podcast, too, is, um, you know, because we are we are trying to educate um, everybody who's listening. We're also using it as an opportunity to educate ourselves, but also just to show you guys that we're just as confused as you are. (laughs) And and that's the thing. And overwhelmed. It's because the amount of news that's out there now, especially now that we're uh, to date myself here now that we're in the Internet age. (laughs) (laughs) Um. (laughs) yeah I guess I mean we are Yeah. Um, you know what I mean there is so much information out there and it's so easy to get lost in it all so I think that's something big to be taken away too
1: yeah and I think another thing is we're not trying to destroy one another right and so often you see like talking heads from the left or the right and it's like trying to destroy the other side right ben shapiro destroys this one bill maher destroys someone else or
0: and i hate that
1: like it's all about how do i absolutely dismantle the other side and i don't i don't think that's the best path for america i I really i know it's cliche but the unification of america is really important to me because i feel we haven't been so divided in a long time i don't think we're you know i'm not going to be you know hyperbolic and say like oh yeah this is the most divided we've been since the civil war i don't think it's that much right but we have hit a certain point where bipartisanship isn't something that people strive for right compromise is a, is a weakness right. right yeah i mean it's like america's trying to become cobra kai and that's not <laughs> the goal
0: good reference we didn't bring up the office today no Yeah. No, we'll
1: get there <laughs> but like the idea here is With Kevin and I, we're always striving to find this understanding of the other perspective. And sometimes we both have a very similar perspective, so it's easier. Yeah. Sometimes we have very different perspectives. And that's the goal is trying to understand where the other person is coming from. So my question to the audience is, what are you doing to understand other sides of the argument? And I think that's my challenge to to the audience and and you know respond back to us and tell us you know on, on our facebook page or G, or our gmail or or any other instagram tell us what are you doing to fight the echo chamber because even facebook it it has an algorithm to kind of put you into this situation where you're hearing what you want to hear. Yeah. And that's not what we need.
0: Facebook actually uh, not got in trouble, but they basically, they almost admitted to um, using an algorithm to fill your feed with things that infuriate you because it gets more clicks and more um, screen time. Exactly. Isn't that crazy? Yeah. (laughs) Well, and
1: now Facebook recently came out and said they're going to be eliminating like political ads right leading up to the election. So far, that's what they're saying. But as we saw in 2016, there was a lot of misinformation. If right. you like to point out, you know, uh, there was a lot of misinformation leading into 2016. So much so that, you know, a foreign influencer like Russia really
0: tried to manipulate the American voter. How and, often do you think that happens, though? Like Russia's not the first.
1: Well, and, you know, that's absolutely true, right? I think Russia was the most. And Focus. that's not to
0: say that uh, – that's not to say that uh, – because, you know what I mean, that's one story I didn't follow very closely. I'm going to be honest with all you guys uh, and with you, Brian. I just, like – you know what I mean? I was, like – that was one of those moments, you know, when you work too many hours and, um, it like, it all hits you at once where you're just, like, overly exhausted? I had that with, like – I had taken in too much politics and it's like, I can't follow this freaking Russia thing right now.
1: Yeah, I followed it very closely and – you know, Republican and Democrats can both agree that the intelligence definitely shares that. There was a lot of Russian influence. How yeah. effective it was, you right. can't really tell. That's right. that's yeah. opinion. Like, there's no metric to say it was 72% effective. Mm. But there was a lot.
0: But when that metric is out, I would love to know what it was. Yeah,
1: and essentially it was to benefit Donald Trump Yeah, in we 2016. T- and it is again. So yeah. with that in mind, you know... it. I won't go down but that's a whole nother show if we want to talk about, you know, is he an asset or whatever. That's right. a conspiracy theory, whatever.
0: And I'm very sensitive to that now, ever since the Tulsi Gabbard Hillary Clinton thing. <laughs> I'm very sensitive uh, to you someone are being somehow uh,
1: able to bring in a politician that has no relevance to put mm, current I am political keeping, climate. You know
0: what? I am keeping her relevant and getting us our first possible uh, um, <laughs> advertiser on our podcast, I mean, Tulsi. If you were listening. Toledos. I am still here. <laughs> um, but no, I, I did. I, you know what I mean? Hillary Clinton said that with yeah. absolutely zero evidence.
1: Well, and that's that's why I said like the Democrats need to mm. start distancing from themselves. the Clintons. You're right. And
0: look at that. We came to an their, agreement. Yeah.
1: They're political <laughs> toxicity. Like that's that's how I like to talk about them. They are political yeah.
0: Political po- po- political poison.
1: Yeah. So like that P squared m- move move away from them. So.
0: All right. Well, thank you guys for listening to that portion of the podcast. <laughs>
1: <laughs> let's I, hop
0: in. Let's yeah, hop let's in. hop into it. So Let's start with the Atlantic article. I think this is very important and I think it's uh, for for several reasons. Why don't we we talk about the article? Yeah, I was just going to, you know, we're so in sync. I'm going to start start calling you Lance Bass, and you can call me Justin. It's an in sync joke.
1: Cool,
0: cool, 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 cool. Cool, 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 cool. Uh,
1: I, I think we should talk about the article, and then is it important? Right. Yeah. Some people think so. Some people don't. Some people think it's fake. Some people think it's real.
0: Yeah. Is this it, is, is one. It, this it, is one that I'm sitting back on. This is one that I'm. And and I mean, I'm not talking about in the podcast, but like just in right. general. So just to put it out there too, before because I, I was just about to delve into it again. Um, the Atlantic article. There's an article in the Atlantic. It's um, is it a is it a periodical? The Atlantic. Yeah. Um, but it's also an online news source. Yeah. They're they've been around for a very very long time.
1: They're very well respected in the sense that they're fact-checking a second. It's
0: usually, it's usually pretty darn good. Um, but uh, it's basically an article saying that somebody within, was it within the Trump campaign or somebody there close are, to there Trump? There were
1: four people. So it, it goes back to the uh, French the French visit that he had. And he didn't want to go to the, the, the cemetery. There was a torrential downpour.
0: Well, uh, and it's important to note what cemetery it was. It was a military cemetery.
1: Yeah, it was the American cemetery. It was near Paris. It's the Asni uh, Asni Marny, I want to say. I I don't. Ayn Marny, Ayn Marny. I think uh, they were supposed to visit that that cemetery, and it was a torrential downpour. And usually, the president would still make you know an appearance, even if it's raining. Whether or not he didn't want to get his hair wet, or he said he couldn't make it because the helicopters, the other thing was is like other people did show up, like the chief of staff John Kelly showed up, and 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 so on. So we had these other people that did show up.
0: Yeah, and his 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 big thing was that it was because it was raining, they didn't want to take the helicopter, and then the Secret Service refused to drive him. Supposedly, that's the story,
1: right? Because yeah. the Secret Service is known for refusing the presidential orders. So the article says that Trump was allegedly said that, why should I go to that cemetery? It's filled with losers. Right. And he's also referred to the soldiers that um, were POWs as suckers and losers. And this article basically attacks Trump for not respecting the military. And he has since come out and said, this is absolute bullshit. He, he, Several of his other aides have said the same. <clears throat> uh Sarah Huckabee Sanders said she was there and he, you know, was not saying those things. He also said he was so disappointed that he couldn't go, he called Melania at home to say he couldn't he, he was just so disappointed he wasn't gonna be able to make it. Yeah. Melania was on that trip. So
0: Dun 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 I don't know
1: why he would be calling home to talk to Melania.
0: Yeah.
1: So there's this element of, A, now Trump is trying to deny it. John Kelly also was silent on it. When he was asked for commentary, he did not want to speak on it. Whereas other people, like Sarah Huckabee Sanders, was immediate in reinforcing, like, Donald Trump didn't say these things. There are four sources that are unnamed anonymous within that Atlantic article. So there's some corroboration within the article, and John Kelly refused to comment, and then Trump blasted him. Trump then said, I would never talk about veterans that way. And then everyone pointed, well, in 2015, what did you talk about McCain like? And he literally called him a loser, and then he denied ever seeing McCain is a loser.
0: And let's keep that in context because there's more story. And I'm just trying to keep. Right. It...
1: So he said McCain was a loser because he was a POW. Right. Right. And why would he. You know, and I just
0: I, I, I just think it's important to keep it in context. Sure. I'm not sure. saying one way or the other. No. Uh, because he was also running a campaign against him at that time. Was he not? No. He was no. not. When was this? When was this is became... 2015. Oh, so d- okay, he was yeah. ramping
1: up to 2016. Correct. Yeah. And he didn't like John McCain. And, you know, he was a military guy, so he he went after him for being a POW and you're a loser. And McCain is well-known. You might not agree with his politics, but generally speaking, people think of him as a war hero because he had the opportunity to escape the prison, and he stayed or went back to not leave another man behind. So it's well thought that he is a war hero. And President Trump has said he was a loser. The only reason people call him a hero is he got caught. So when Trump says, I would never talk about the veterans that way, we have video evidence that he does. So I give a lot of credibility to this Atlantic article, and I think there's a lot of truth to it. Now, whether or not that matters to people is a whole nother thing. <clears throat> so let's take this at face value, Kevin. This, we'll just say that the Atlantic article, if it's 100% true, does this hurt Trump?
0: Well, yeah, but I think that you're leaving out a whole lot there. In what sense? I think that you can't jump. To, you can't jump straight to. Let's just assume this is true, and I see where you're going with that. But I, my biggest thing is this. So, yeah, to answer your question, because I don't want to dodge the question, is it hurtful? Hurtful Trump? Yeah, absolutely. Um, there's the the people that are always Trumpers that are going to find no problem with it for whatever reason. I don't, I don't understand. I think that's sure. a terrible thing. If he did say that, if he did say that, because um, I don't want to say whether I think he did or didn't yet, um, I would like to think that he didn't. You know what I mean? I think that's a terrible... Yeah, again, it's just terrible. Um, but yeah, absolutely would hurt his campaign, for sure. I think that um, both candidates this time around, I mean, I, obviously in any campaign, um, every little small piece of the puzzle is important. Any little misstep, anything like that, you know what I mean, can derail you completely. Yeah. So, yes, um, I think this is huge, and especially so in this campaign, um, because I feel like people are just so unsure of both sides that it's going to play, everything like that is going to play a bigger factor this time around. So that'll answer your question there. But what I think that you're missing in your line of questioning is... I do, Cause this is one of those things where like, I just don't think that I i don't necessarily disbelieve the article because I've been surprised by Trump before. Um,
1: you've been surprised how,
0: Oh my gosh. With decisions that he's made or things that he said.
1: Oh, like how poor or how good.
0: But um, I mean, if I were being honest, it's, it, it's, usually, it's our podcast. You can be honest. Yeah. Uh, well, I'm sorry. Such a comment. That's like a Midwestern thing to be <laughs> yeah. honest. Yeah. Or it's like, uh, do you want some popcorn? Yeah, no. <laughs> yeah, no, I want some popcorn. <laughs> no, yeah.
1: No, yeah. No, no, yeah. No, no. Yeah. yeah.
0: Um, not to digress too much. Uh, so back to, back to the subject at hand here. Um, yes, I think I would say more often than not, he's surprising me by saying things that I'm like, oh my God, seriously, man? You're the president. Yeah, the <laughs> yeah, yeah, months. yeah, exactly. Um, but I just don't, f- to me, when I, re- when I read the article, here's what bummed me out. Sure. Because I do like The Atlantic. To me, I just don't think there's enough factual stuff in it. I think that it covers the story very, very well. Okay. As it is. But the only thing that it has to kind of back it up is the McCain story. Do you know what I mean? I want I want a little bit more fact. I want the people who, I, I it's just so hard to be like So so it's 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 hard for me because it's kind of like a hey, you know, um so and so said you're fat. Somebody told me, but I can't tell you who told me.
1: Yeah, but, I mean, isn't there credibility now for people wanting to stay anonymous regarding Yeah, Trump? certainly. And, like, and look, look no, at what the happened whistle, to whistleblowers. Like look Vindman, what happened to Snowden. Vindman, well, no, 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 no. Like, in the Trump administration, like, Vindman didn't get his promotion and all that and basically right. had to retire because he, he was the whistle one of the whistleblowers in the Ukraine ordeal. Mm-hmm. Yep. And he was honestly one of the best-serving military personnel you know, at the time, like he did what he was supposed to do. And he was not only ostracized by Trump, but basically ruined his career by coming forward. Maybe those people don't want to suffer the same fate. Right. So I don't blame them for wanting to stay anonymous under this particular context.
0: Yeah, no. And I can see that, too. That's but why it's, it's just but that's maybe why it's they such... also
1: needed to come out. I think like, it's just this a... Is a guy that people can't trust. which yeah. Bolton. Mattis have all said regarding military like he can't be trusted he doesn't give a shit he hasn't talked about Afghanistan bounties but he cares all about these veterans like how do you how do you as a president how do you sit back and rationalize that you are a person that cares about veterans and military personnel when you have had you know intelligence briefings talking about you know Russian bounties and then the same week you're talking about how Putin should be in G8, right? right. And then this, this comes out, and now we're supposed to believe you, when you said, I would never talk that way about anyone. So here's the direct quote about McCain. So in The Atlantic, and I quote, When McCain died in August 2018, Trump told his senior staff, according to three sources with direct knowledge of the event, we're not going to support that loser's funeral. And he became furious, according to witnesses, when he saw flags lowered to half-staff. What the fuck are we doing that for? Guy was a fucking loser. Trump was not invited to McCain's funeral. These sources and others quoted in this article spoke on condition of anonymity. The White House did not return calls for comment, but Alyssa Farah, uh, Farrar, a White House spokesperson, emailed me, emailed me this statement shortly after this was posted. The report is false. President Trump holds the military in the highest regard. He demonstrated his commitment to them at every turn, delivering on his promise to give our troops a much-needed pay raise, increased military spending, Hmm. signing critical veterans reforms, which he didn't, and supporting military spouses. This has no basis in fact. So my question then is, he also goes on to tweet about how he would never denigrate McCain, which we know he did. He said he did not. He said this is all hoax but we have video evidence of him saying it. So like, we're supposed a, to believe we're supposed to believe one truth or we're supposed to believe one thing and say that's the truth. Yeah. And he also says another thing, but that's the lie and right. they're not mutually exclusive. So right. I have a a very hard time believing that.
0: Can I digress here for sure, a second? Sure, fire away. This is going to be a little bit of comic relief, but I'm serious. <laughs> but I'm also serious okay. about it. Trump would have been a great presidential candidate. In, like, we're really, anytime between like 1900 and like 1935. Because there would have been very little video evidence of anything. And he could just deny, 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 deny. Right. And there'd be nothing to go back on. He wouldn't, he, I mean, he, I think he would have been probably better off then.
1: I think he would have been even better in the 1800s.
0: <laughs> How far back can we go? <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean,
1: we were talking off air, like uh-huh. for me, when I look at Trump, I see a little bit of Jackson, I see a little bit of Harding, yeah. I see a little bit of Wilson, like i see I see all these elements of the presidents that we once revered, and now, upon actually learning the history, we realize like, holy shit, these guys were bad human beings, right and do you think
0: do you think a similar story will be told of Trump? Or do you think it'll come even sooner than what we're getting? Because I think what you're maybe referencing here is um very presidential podcast.
1: Yeah, so two of those right. are very presidential that yeah. I didn't even... Well, I knew Wilson. Yeah. Harding, I had no yeah. idea how...
0: I had no idea LBJ was such a floozy.
1: Well, yeah, right. I, I don't equate that with Trump. I don't think... No,
0: that, no, no, no. I was just... Because gonna...
1: when you're president, you can't pay women to, to hush up. <laughs> Not today. Right. So... You know, the Stormy Daniels thing wouldn't be able to happen when you're president. So I think there's a lot of elements to some of our presidents that could get away with this kind of stuff and now you just don't have the accessibility. However, he's getting away with it. I mean, is he not like he was he was impeached?
0: Which really goes to show how much you can get away with now.
1: Well, and that's the thing, is there's so much partisanship. Like if the Republicans had voted against him and had him impeached similar to like if the Democrats had, you know, voted to him or not impeached Clinton, he was impeached and so was Trump. But if they convicted them and removed them from office, like they look at that as political suicide. Like right. no one's ever going to trust our party again. For right. me, yeah, I would yeah, be yeah. like, holy shit, I can trust the Republicans again. Like they they did the right thing. Yeah, that's and a, that's good, that's a like, very good point. Like I look, at a very Romney, point. I look at Mitt Romney and I'm like. Holy shit. I have so much more respect for Romney when I didn't like him when he ran against Obama. I didn't I mean, I didn't dislike him per se. I didn't like him as a candidate, like he wasn't my guy.
0: Yeah, me neither.
1: But the amount of respect I've gained for him, not only because he trended towards my personal beliefs like in terms of how Trump should be regarded. Right. But like to stand there against your entire party and say I'm going to do the right thing. I don't think what you guys are doing is right, so I'm going to stand up and do the right thing. Yeah. And it could be the, the end of my political career, but I am going to do what's right. Yeah, similar to Lyndon Johnson signing the Civil Rights Act and saying, "Well, we just handed the South over to the Republicans." Right. Yeah. But it's I got to do quote. the right. It's thing. It's a great
0: quote. Yeah, it's a yeah. really great quote. I think the, the the thing the problem that that kind of leads to as well is that um, because nobody stands up and does the right thing, I feel like too often, um, and maybe this is an overgeneralization, but I think I feel like too often people treat their political candidate as though like their best friend, you know what I mean? So like, you know, I consider Brian one of my best of friends. Um, thanks and so, so much, thanks dude. Um, and so like, and you know, this is just, a, uh, 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 you know, a story I suppose but you know if Brian went off and did something totally stupid something that I completely disagreed with that was just totally wrong which Brian never would because he's a perfect angel Uh, (laughs) (laughs) everyone
1: listening to this podcast that knows me
0: (laughs) (laughs) but if you you, Brian went off and did something like that I'd be like yeah but it's Brian you know what I mean he made a little slip up. It's all That's good. That's really true. You know what I mean? You yeah. can't t- treat even if you voted for that person. You can't treat your presidential candidate that way. That person is responsible for running our country. Um, and Brian, and again, I we we were talking again before we started recording today, and, and kind of going over like the state of that that we're in. You know what I mean? It's so easy to get caught up on that. And we were talking about it, and um, I just I I feel like. Brian Brian had made a comment to me if i if I may bring this up had made a yeah. comment to me that he felt like we were not we were not a great country but we had the potential to be one is that is that a good quote yes. Did I do okay there yeah um, I don't want to miss it was, almost, it was almost verbatim I don't want to misquote my co-host <laughs> That would be terrible yeah. um,
1: Just as we said We don't want to go viral sh- Shouting shit into a microphone You misquote me <laughs> Brian said America sucked
0: Yeah It, it might be generalizing <laughs> uh, Continue Yeah but um, And that really and, and, and not that I disagreed with you necessarily But, it, but that, that quote bothered me Sure Not right. the fact that you said it but the fact that it's partially true, you know what I mean? I feel like that we have a lot to grow on as a country, but me being the person like liberty, I said this to Brian earlier, liberty is in the frickin' name of what I consider myself politically. You know what I mean? Like, that's what libertarians are all about. Um, and I think that as a country we've done a great job as that, uh, of that, you know what I mean? From our beginnings, from our humble beginnings. Um, but yeah, I, I think that if, if you are choosing the person to run the free world, you know what I mean? Or to run this country that that is so great, Brian thinks could be better. Um, <laughs> nope. There's my jab. Yep. Um, it's true. I, I feel like the one thing you should really do is hold your presidential candidate to the highest regard. You know what I mean? And to the highest standard. Yeah. Um, they They shouldn't be able to F around. There are missteps that are forgivable. You know what I mean? But I feel like stuff like this is is not so tirade over i might drop
1: i think that was i think that was really well stated and here's here's my thing like we we quote things about america being great and it's like well liberty and freedom it's like you can go anywhere else in the world and pretty much get that go to europe
0: don't go to europe
1: Every every, every country has that. Like, yeah. what are we providing that's so great versus all the other countries? Now, in the early 1900s, we were like ahead of the curve when it came to the industrial revolution and, and innovating. Right? We made the car. We, you know, we had the Wright brothers making planes, and then we were elevating. We went to space. We did all these things. Right? We had we made Microsoft. We made Apple. Hell and, yeah. We made Google. Like you don't you don't go on the internet, you we, Google stuff.
0: We borrowed a South and African was, and made electric cars. That was
1: us. And we we have these innovations, but what have we done to level up our society, our culture? Right? Our food, the best food places we stole from other countries, right? Our music in general, like it
0: can't yeah, somewhat original. Somewhat. Like yeah. jazz.
1: Jazz was original. Great. But what mm. have we done since? Like pop is all over the world it's just what's popular at the time so like we look at these things and oh we can we we're great we have so much potential we have done great things but are we really great right now look at look at the social unrest look at our economy look at how we've handled the pandemic and whether you want to say coronavirus is real or not we haven't handled it well period end of story like we just have not handled it well we look at we look at our our military operations, right? We're sitting in like, what, year 20 of a war with Iraq and Afghanistan that we declared mission accomplished when the first president that started the war was there and now we're two presidents since? So I look at these things and I say, what the hell are we doing? We're making America great again, how? And I feel like we're taking steps back. And then I look at this article from The Atlantic and I... I want to say that this should be where the buck stops. At some point you have to say, this isn't good enough. Right. I don't know when that point is. And that's why I said at the beginning of this, like I personally believe 95% of this article, if not a hundred percent, if I'm being truly honest, I believe a hundred percent. But if if I want to be the rational thinker, I can throw out 5% say, Oh, there might be a misquote here or there. Like maybe the AIDS were a little bit exaggerating. Okay. But at what point do we start to hold this president accountable? Right, and that's when I said at the beginning: Does it even matter? Does this article even matter? Because the people that weren't going to vote Trump are were sw- like, I'm not voting Trump. Right. right? It's not. A, it's not a swing vote. So, uh, it's so not a swing what does this thing. do? Like, at what point does a person that's a veteran say, "Shit, he called me a sucker because I lost my right. leg." Right. Right. And we have all these corroborating things regarding his treatment of the military, right? His own sister in her book said that Donald J. Trump would disown his own son. If he went into military junior was going to go into the military and he said, no, you're not going in. I will disown you. So like his regard for the military has never been a very, you know, prolific one. He got, he dodged yeah. the, he dodged the draft because he had bone spurs. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm not saying, hey, if you don't want to go to war, you don't believe in violence, fine.
0: That's your prerogative. That's your
1: prerogative, right? Muhammad Ali is is regarded very highly because he stuck up and said, Vietnam War is bullshit. I'm not going. I don't believe in violence. As he developed a career as a boxer.
0: Yeah. (laughs) Interesting point.
1: (laughs) But... Fine, you don't want to go to war, but don't say you hold the military in high regard when all of this kind of stuff is happening. So for right. me, I wonder where the buck stops when it comes to Trump. Yeah, the economy's in the shitter. We haven't held a pandemic we haven't handled a pandemic well, at least not compared to other countries. Now he's come, he's come out and it's saying that he doesn't have a great regard for the military. At what point do we say we're America. We need to be the leader for this right. whole world. What are we? And doing?
0: I don't. And I don't. I don't. I don't disagree with anything you have just said. Yeah. I, I, I'm going to bring it back here, sure, because I'm right. going to. Because I feel like you've you've um, you you've, you've said a lot of great points, and I think some of it needs to be unpacked just a little bit, mm-hmm. if I may. Yeah. Um. First thing is, um, oh gosh. Well, I'm going to start here. I want to go back to what you were saying about um, your thoughts on America. Mm-hmm. And I, I a question that occurred to me. Um, that I would like to hear your answer on is: Is it because of our, our our freedom that we have here that we then have the opportunity to see all of these flaws, um, and, and and I guess in turn use that to 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 change for the better? Um, so perhaps it, it's a, it's a luxury that we have here that is not afforded elsewhere.
1: I don't know if that's the case because you see protesting happen in France and Britain. Right. Uh, You see New Zealand, Australia protesting, Australia protested. I think it was, it was either, I think it was either New Zealand or Australia protested with the black black lives matter movement. So I think there's a lot of introspection. I think.
0: I still think it's, I still think that it is something that we should appreciate the fact that we have this ability. Oh, yeah, that's. I guess that's, that's the point. That's, that I'm that's why at.
1: I say we have so much potential, and right. we can recognize these flaws. Right? If you're running a company and it's not doing well, you can either keep doing the same shit and go bankrupt, like a right. Trump company, or you can change it.
0: <laughs> <laughs> uh, and I'm only laughing because that was. You gonna knew be, I was going yeah, to that well, and that's that was going to be my next point. And here's what I and I, I want to take this opportunity. And I'm not saying that you're wrong, mm-hmm. truly. Sure. Um and I'm not I'm not picking on you either. I, I listened to everything you had to say there about the Atlantic article. Yeah. Because now I'm jumping ahead. I sure. had to jump back there just because I didn't want to forget about that. But you're so ready to believe that article. And I'm not saying that mm-hmm. I disbelieve it. I yeah. wanna I wanna put that out there again. Sure. I just to me it's like I need a little bit more. Mm-hmm. Um I I just I think that you need to take a minute and pause there because I think because of your 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 own biases, biases? yeah, you, you want to believe that article. Is that safe to say? So I would, be, to an extent, to an extent, because you don't want to hear anybody say that.
1: So let me do a little dive on that.
0: Yeah, please. That's if and, the, I, and I'm, this I'm doing this to get yeah, you to kind of evolve the the, the if argument. If this
1: wasn't from The Atlantic or The Economist or NY Times or WAPO, if this was simply like, oh, Rachel Maddow has this, you know, presentation, which I think Ra- Rachel Maddow is relatively. Um,
0: I don't know. She drives me nuts. Well, I don't know why. Well, I kind okay, I of I know why. But go I think,
1: on. I, well, yeah, she's very tilted in, in her presentation, but I think she does a good job of, you know, providing the truth. Except, but for I'm, when,
0: except for when she did the uh, uh, Trump's W-2s or his tax returns. What was it?
1: Well, no one. Yeah, no one.
0: But had no, them. she had no. She had them there. Yeah. It showed that he paid all of his taxes <laughs> well, and no, she was no very one disappointed. Yeah, no one has them. No, she had them. I'm going to pull it up later for you. OK, seriously, I, 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 I,
1: I, I, I remember what you're referring to. Yeah. But it was like one segment of the W-2. It wasn't the full
0: W-2. Right. But she was very embarrassed on, on air, I think. Yes. Well, maybe. I don't know. I don't know how she felt. She
1: got the ratings. What does she care?
0: Yeah, she made a lot of money. I'm sorry, though. Please continue your thoughts. So
1: The Atlantic, The Economist, is another source that I will always be willing to trust. New York Times and WAPO are Washington Post. These are sources that I'm going to trust. And this is something I personally feel a great responsibility in, is not just getting the information. It's where did you get the information from. I'm someone who got a degree in history. Right. studied political science, studied, you know, economics, studied psychology, had to study all those things to one day teach social studies. And it, it's checking the sources are, is incredibly important to me. So when I see something from the Atlantic at face value, I'm going to almost immediately believe it.
0: OK, I do agree and that's with fair. You. That's I do fair. I
1: agree with you, though. Because it's Trump, I want to believe it more because I'm so frustrated with him for all these other reasons yeah. that this definitely piles on.
0: And I'm just taking that. I was just taking that opportunity yeah. to kind of point that. No, out. it's a great again, not to pull out any flaws. And that's in, what, in what our whole saying.
1: first segment was, is how do you remove yourself from an echo chamber?
0: Yeah. Right. And it's it's important. hard because sometimes even though like me, like I hate the sound of my own voice, um, it's but it's. Which, it's can good. we
1: continue getting some more positive feedback of how great
0: Kevin sounds? <laughs> Please these don't lives. say anything. <laughs> <laughs> um, but it, it's good to hear your own ideas and ideals and thoughts and and things like that repeated back to you by other people. It's just like the it's like the saying goes: "Misery loves company," and three is company.
1: I think both of us have evolved because of our conversations with certain things. Me personally, with gun ownership in America. And I think you're evolved a little bit on, on healthcare. I know you're not like strictly <laughs> Medicare for all, but like you're, you're more open-minded to those things. And I'm much more open-minded to gun ownership in America more than I was. I would, didn't say we need to confiscate all guns, but I w- I would have just been fine with it as well. Whereas now I understand why some people are passionate about it and, and why it's protected in the constitution. And I believe it should remain there assuming we can learn
0: from our mistakes in the past. I think it's like that with anything we always need to, you know,
1: my only thing is, is as we look throughout history, like it's the ultimate cliche about history is it's a cycle and it continues to repeat itself. Right.
0: Unless you learn from it.
1: Right. And we're not learning from it. And, and, I think, I, that think, could be said. I, I think
0: you're being a little bit too uh, and that's not doom and gloom Trump. there. No. no, 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 no. I didn't think. I wasn't going to say that. I think that we've learned a lot.
1: I think when it comes to the leadership in this country, I think we have so much hope in the federal government as we should. Right? That's what the founding fathers hoped for us and, and wanted. And I have my own issues with them as well. But but when we look at the presidents certainly of most recent history and as we look to you know 2016 as we look to 2020 and here we are again where people are so polarized i'm baffled and what i ask people is what do you want out of your president like what is it about trump that you like what is it about biden that you like and why do you feel that you should continue to vote Republican? What is it that, out of their conservative beliefs, you think they, they hold true to, right? And if it's just guns and abortion, like, and that's all that's... I think ab-
0: that's the problem in general with politics.
1: Well, right. If Let's go back a few episodes, get rid of the Electoral College and have multiple parties, <laughs> right? Like, let's do it like a real... And that's another thing. Right? As I criticize America and say other countries have systems that work, That's another thing. Having a duopoly is is getting dangerous now in America. right? And people aren't feeling represented, so they say, "Well, this guy says what you know he thinks. well, but what about his policy? what What is the Republican policy right now? What is their platform? Nothing we're gonna we're gonna support this guy to the very end,
0: right, you know right?
1: What are the Democrats proposing as as a platform? Well, have they done it ever? Have they accomplished it? Do they speak to the entire party, or is the party divided? The party's divided. I'm a progressive. I, I'm settling for Biden because I think he can unify the party and bring it bring it together and unify the country. I do I do believe that, and that's the optimist in me.
0: And the okay. liberal in you.
1: But, like, is he as progressive as I want? No. So maybe, what if there was, like, a Tea Party, a Republican, a Democrat, and a progressive party? What would win? What does America really want? Right? So then we could all of a sudden actually get to somewhere.
0: Brian is president.
1: <laughs> I got No, I have so long to go to ever earn that privilege. <laughs> well, the bar's set kind of low right now, so I, I could maybe get there. And another shot. <laughs> it's a golf shot. It was a wedge. Yeah. Like... Trump at his Virginia club this weekend. You know.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. What All I'm right, saying, Brian.
1: what I'm saying is this. Yeah. I think the quote "Make America Great Again" resonated with people because they want to believe in something better than we are. Right? That's the American dream. We want to be better than what we are. Yeah. When we look at our kids, I think Kevin, it's a good dream to have. Right. When we look yeah. at our kids, what do we say? They're oh, wow. way
0: fucking cooler than me. <laughs> uh, that's yeah. when
1: we look at our kids, we say we want them to have more than we had.
0: Absolutely. We said right? that in and our, our parents, first podcast. Right. Yeah. And
1: Our parents said the same thing to us. Right. I just wanted to do more for you than what my parents did. And they had great lives. And right. No, we no, no. had good lives. Right. And we just want to keep progressing. Right. Yeah. So we want America to be great. And I don't think it's, again, it's just like we want to make America great. Well, how do we get there? And for me, it's not with this particular gentleman running the country. So I'm, I'm vehemently opposed to a lot of what he does because I don't, not only do I not like him as a person, as a character, as a, as a leader, I also don't really like his policy. And I think, I'm hoping that at some point when we see something like this Atlantic article, the people that support them are willing to say enough is enough. Like let's actually make our country great period.
0: Yeah. You know, and Brian, I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to take it right there and, uh, start like porky pig. Apparently I'm going to, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna. <laughs> to, <laughs> I think that that's probably a good spot to stop it there already. It's, uh, we're just about an hour. Ago. Son
1: of a gun.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Unless you want to keep going. <laughs>
1: I always want to keep going, but you know what? Yeah. I, I do think that's right. You know, we had kind of this uh, abstract feel right. to the beginning, and it it really lent itself to to our main topic of the night. So I think next time we should really kind of deep dive into the Hatch Act and whether Certainly. or not the RNC and, and Trump and Pompeo and all that really went against it, because the Dems are opening the inquiry. So right. maybe by then we'll kind of know yeah. what the inquiry is. No, I going think with. and I
0: think that I think that's a good thing too, especially with the Hatch Act too, where it's something that is public law. Or federal law, I think it's something that I I want to make sure I have all of my uh, my so information on.
1: For those of you that don't know, uh, Kevin has some legal experience, and he was the one that called out, "Hey, this isn't U.S. law or, or state code. This is public law." And he was like, was getting all giddy "You don't about see it very it. often." No, you getting it's all giddy th- about yeah. it. So I think that I think that's a good one, and you can kind of maybe do the legalities behind it all and yeah. do that deep dive. Yeah, and I think then that's I think we can be really fun. Yeah, go into the administration's actions and whether or not they should be uh, criticized for those things.
0: Right. Yeah. And you know what? I just wanted to, I want to take another quick minute here, uh, just to thank all of our listeners. I I know we do it a lot. and, And the reason for that is just because we're, we're just so excited of, uh, or for this opportunity that we've, we, that we've got here. And you know, the fact that you guys have been supporting us all the way. And, uh, you know, I'm gonna say it again too. I think we say this in every episode, and I feel like that's okay because I feel I feel like it, ba- it bears repeating. Um, you know, we would not be in Said the position says
1: it once before, but it bears repeating now. That's a good song. <laughs> I fell in love with the
0: P.S. If anybody knows Weezer, what us <laughs> are talking about White Weezer. I know, I know, no, no, I oh. know, I know. But I just I thought oh, yeah. it clicked. Music. Uh, we want to use their song "Hero" as our introduction <laughs> music, <laughs> and they could. Well, you
1: you were working on the intro.
0: Yeah, we're I'm working in. on a new intro now. And I, I'm excited. And who's your? And, and I apologize, Brian. Who's your friend that was telling us that? Nick A. Nick A. Nick. I'm working on it, my friend. <laughs> I barely know how to use GarageBand, so please bear with me. I promise that I will put out something that is adequate. <laughs> um, but no, I do. I, I want to take this uh, just that second again to uh, to you know thank everybody for where we are now and um,
1: help us I, continue to grow. Yeah, and and, yeah, this and, is... and
0: and and the biggest way that I want to say that you guys can do that now, just to kind of go full circle, is. Let us know what you want to hear, guys. Let us know what you want us to talk about. Not let us know what you want to hear, but let us know what you want to, you know, to hear us talk about. Um, I think, and, 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 and we will, you know what I mean? It will be your chance to kind of get into the spotlight a little bit because we will give you guys a plug um, and hopefully give you guys information that you didn't have.
1: Yeah, and as we continue to grow, if you're new to the channel, Give us a give us a hello, like send us an email, say, hey, I'm new and what you want to listen to. MadlibsPod
0: at gmail.com.
1: And then, you know, hop on Facebook and and like the page and, and tell us if we're starting to actually get some community feedback and conversation going. And that led us to a really good discussion on healthcare last week. Yeah. We have a Patreon and people are contributing to that and we're going to continue to revamp that. In a way that you're getting more bang for your
0: buck. Right. Um, right. So then, there'll be extra material on there. Yeah. Little bonus content, which we're actually going to record tonight yeah. to give you a little bit of incentive yeah. to check it out.
1: So once again, thank you. And also, if you don't remember at the beginning of this segment, I know sometimes these run long. I asked you, how do you avoid the echo chamber? So give us that feedback and uh, we'll give you a shout out.
0: Yeah. Thank you guys so much for listening again. And uh, we appreciate you guys. Hey, guys, it's Kevin and Brian. Thank you guys so much for tuning into the Mad Libs podcast. We really appreciate you guys' uh, time. Uh, make sure you guys follow us on all of our social media.
1: That includes Mad Libs podcast on Instagram, Mad Libs podcast on Facebook. And feel free to email us with any comments or questions at madlibs_pod at gmail.com.
0: Thanks again, guys. Appreciate you listening.